Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Journey to the Top podcast, the show where we follow people's journey to reaching their goals. My name is Juan Carlos. And I'm the other Juan. And today we have kind of a different episode for you guys today. Um, uh, It's something that we wanted to touch upon and really speak about. And today we're going to be talking about addictions and bad habits and how they play a role in our journey to the top. And uh, today in our recording, we have Diego as our special guest. Hello. Um, so we're going to be talking about all of those kinds of things today. But before we get into any of that, just again, a special reminder for all you smartphone users. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, and we are under Journey to the Top podcast. We are also on any other social media platform on the IG, Instagram, the gram, whatever you want to call it. We're at Journey to the Top podcast. You can find our links to our personal social media platforms there if you want to do that. But more importantly than not, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, please, please judge us give us good ratings judge us let us know how we're doing so that other individuals may get a hold of this podcast boom boom there it is so as we were talking about you know journey to the top and everybody has their journey and their own their own kind of road that they've been on and every road has its speed bumps every road has its you know detours um you know every journey kind of has its peaks and its valleys and so we just wanted to talk about it because yes it's it's everything we've been saying uh, has applied and, and is really good. You know, like you do need, you do need good friends. You do need to be solid. You need, you do need to be self-aware. Um, you need to have a, a winning mindset. You need to, you know, have goals first and foremost. Um, but with all that comes, you know, difficulty sometimes and, um, there are bumps in the road. So, uh, we wanted to take, uh, this episode to talk about some of those, maybe some of those that we've been struggling with, um, and to go through, how that's affected uh, the journey that we've been on, because I know a lot of us, uh, we say within the last maybe year, have really been on this transition of bettering ourselves towards our goals, actually having goals um, that not only better ourselves, but will better our families, the people around us. But before then, I know I I can speak for all of us, we didn't really have goals, you know, or at least not real goals, not goals, you know, our goal was like to make it to the weekend. Yeah. You know, and like how Gary Vee says, if you live for the weekend, your, your stuff's broken. Yeah. You know, so, but that was all of us, you know, we were just like, I'm just going to get through this job. I really hate what I'm doing just so I can get to the weekend. And, and that was it. And then whatever we have, whatever happened, you know, just happened because it was the weekend and then come back and we just kept that vicious cycle going now. Um, but we're going to talk about a little bit about that. Um, kind of what our struggles were, what, you know, what things we went through, but also how we overcame and how we're still overcoming. Because I think when, when it comes to bad habits, it's about fighting those habits. You, you never, they never go away. Um, you know, and like for us, when we, when we talk, um, we always talk about like temptation and stuff like that. Temptation's always there. Um, but it's what you do when that stuff comes around, what you do when, when, uh, you're tempted with that drink or when you're tempted with, you know, looking at something you're not supposed to or whatever the case may be, what's the action that you take? So we're going to take this episode to kind of go into that. So if you're someone that really might get, I wouldn't say offended, but really doesn't like hearing yeah. people's, you know, um, bad habits or addictions or really want to um, to listen to this, um, go ahead, skip to the next episode or to one behind. Uh, we don't mind. Uh, but for those of you guys that might be suffering through the same thing or, or having hardships in your journey and kind of going through a speed bump, um, this is definitely the episode for you. Um, because we just want to kind of be a beacon of hope of, you know, um, you're not alone. Um, it's okay. 
uh, and there is a way out, right? There, there is a, a way to, to get around this. So, um, yeah. I think before we go into anything else, I think right here, I went to dictionary.com, you know, and it's would be obviously good to define what the word addiction is, you know? So it's a noun for those of you guys who don't know. Um, but the definition is here, the state of being enslaved to a habit or practice or to do something that is psychologically or physically habit forming as narcotics to such an extent that it is cessation that it's cessation causes severe trauma so pretty much it's for those of you guys who aren't really good with their english is that a bad something whether a bad habit or something that causes you to the point that it's a necessity so it's not longer something that you kind of want it's something that you need a necessity and just going off of that um i know this is a touchy subject for many reasons because we don't one if it's something that's addicting something that's a bad habit we're not really open about it because it's my thing it's about me and i don't want people to know because we're ashamed of it and what does this have to do with the journey to the top well it has everything to do with the journey to the top you know at least for me um for the longest of 23 so ever since i can remember believe it or not guys um i myself uh, I would say that I guess I am a not an addict, but I have the bad habit of watching pornography. You know, and 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 it sucks um, because as a guy, as a man, you know, um, you start to realize that people start seeing that as not something that's not something bad. It's the norm. And if you don't watch porn and if you don't do any of that, you're not normal. You're not a man because any man would watch that. And obviously going to back to my to my church foundations where I kind of like form my conscience, form my morals and form my ethics. I come to realize that, no, this isn't right, because if it's something good, why am I why am I ashamed of it? Why do I want to hide it? Why don't I want to tell anyone about it? Like, hey, what's up? My name is Juan. Nice to meet you. I watch porn. Like no one's going to do that because it's there's something shameful about it, you know. And for as long as I can remember this, this thing and this thing alone has affected me so much and my confidence and my self-esteem and who I am, especially when it comes to me and my relationships with the opposite sex, you know, because I no longer see women, you know. There came a point where I no longer saw them as women, as individuals, as people with feelings, thoughts, emotions, you know. I saw them as objects for my pleasure. And just people in general, instead of me loving people and helping them out, I started to use people. And for me, it just obviously going back to the definition it became a necessity you know or more than any of that it's just I, why am i gonna spend my time why am i gonna waste my time talking to this girl she's gonna diss me she's gonna curve me when over here boom yeah. instant like that she's not gonna say no she can't say no it's there you know and it's just something that i kept with me for the longest when the topic came up amongst our friends or at church who watches porn like I don't I don't know what you're talking about because right. it's mm-hmm. just shameful especially when the girls are like why are you asking that in front of girls because it's a shame like I don't know I don't know about you Diego what your experience and yourself well are. I mean I, I mean I haven't been diagnosed as a porn addict but I, I definitely think I am I mean uh, when I first got uh, introduced to pornography I was very young like around five or six and honestly I'm 28 now it's still been a part of my life since then so <clears throat> yeah it has been something that I, I really struggled with and to be honest about a year, year and a half ago, I started really seeing, I, I like, uh, like my whole life, I saw women as objects, like how you were talking about earlier. 
And it, it's so crazy to get that perspective. It's like, wait, they're not objects, you know? And it's crazy because I was married. And uh, during the time that I was married, I know that definitely affected, uh, you know, our relationship. And it, I know it affected her too. Uh, it was, you know, one of the main reasons why we got separated. Not, I'm not going to go into much detail, but... <clears throat> But yeah, uh, pornography has always been present in my life. Um, and I mean, there's been many times where I was just like, I, I need to cut this out. I, I need to stop. And like, I'll go good for about a couple of days, a week, two weeks max. And then, you know, I, I, I tend to always uh, fall back on it. But yeah, the, the whole fact that we don't see the dignity of the woman uh you know how you were talking about your church roots yeah definitely theology of that body is really what helped me uh pope john paul ii you know saying that um you know we, we what's that famous quote that says the, the problem yeah the problem with pornography is not that you see too much but that you see, see too, too little, little. And, you know it, it was a very interesting quote because i'm like whoa i mean it's they're not just meant to to like please me whether if it's pornography or you know in person that's you know using them um no they're they have such more within them like like their worth and dignity and it's funny because pornography just automatically drops a woman down like to the way that a man sees her well at least in my experience the way that i would see her um i, I like i'd be walking down the street i'd see a pretty girl it's like man i wonder what she looks like naked you know you know being straight up um and instead of saying like, well, she's pretty and just, you know, going along with my day, like every thought had to be completely sexual that I had when it came with the women. And I'm not I mean, yeah. And, and pornography, I think, had the biggest influence on that because it just made me see women as objects that, you know, they they serve their purpose. They're disposable. And then I move on to the next one. Um, At least for you, Diego, um, I'm asking you, how have your addictions, especially with this one, you know, that's the main one affected you well it definitely affected the way that i see uh women and um it, it's crazy because like those days that i do want to like kick it completely out of my life I, I i do get a lot of resistance like within myself and like I, i'll honestly start feeling sick and like when i started feeling sick i'm like oh well you know the flu is going around but like every time i would try and like i would feel physically drained physically like irritated yeah by every every little thing would irritate me i was um, I'm like, oh, wow, like th this is a lot more difficult than I was going to, you know, than, than I, I was making it out, out to be. But yeah, it, it's like I said, it's affected relationships. Um, and like e ever since my daughter was born, it's like, you know, I, I would never want anybody to look at her the way that I've looked at, you know, these women in porn. I'm like, so, you know, that needs to be a wake up call. And it was for a while, but it, it's like, Honestly, pornography has such a hold on me that it, it, it always tries to bring me back. Right now, the way I'm living my life, I am doing a lot better than I was back then because I'm actually trying to do something about it. And, you know, I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but like the, the thing that w would help me out the most is actually not trying to take this on on my own. Like n and not just like, you know, share with, you know, close friends like, hey, you guys, I'm struggling with this. Like, can we not talk about stuff like that? Because it kind of triggers me to want to go like watch it. <clears throat> But also, uh, including God, uh, you know, we are Catholic. So, uh, yeah, God's a big part of our lives. Um, like recently, like it's a prayer that I'm saying, like within myself, every time I have the urge to watch it, it's like and, and like it's uh, it's completely honest. I'll, I'll take it to God. I'm like, God, like I love watching porn, but help me love you more. You know, it's like I love 
you know, having sex, but help me love you more. You know, it's like I, I'm, I'm being real with God. Like, you know what? This is what what I like. This is what, you know, makes me or, you know, quote unquote happy. And uh, but I ask him to help me to <laughs> I ask him to help me make him my priority. Like, you know, and, and that's usually what helps me. But it, it it's affected me. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm divorced, right? So <laughs> I guess that, that says a lot about relationship wise and, um, you know, trying to create new friendships. Uh, JC was mentioning that, uh, you know, it, it's funny because every time I was trying to make a new friendship with a girl like that, that was always in the back of my mind, even though if that wasn't my original intention, it always became that intention, which is pretty cool now because I have a, a friend that she's one of my best friends and it's crazy because I shared this with her and like she didn't like, oh my gosh, you're disgusting. She's gross. She really understood me. And she's like, okay, I know that's a struggle. A lot of guys are going through that, you know, and she actually helps me walk through it. Obviously, I need guys because they understand it a lot better, but she's someone that really doesn't criticize me about that. I mean, she wants me to get better. I know she prays for me, which, you know, thank, thank God for that, that I have friends that pray for me uh, to get out of this. But um, this, like, honestly, in the positive way that it's also changed me, like, I know what it's like to not, to see a woman as just, you know, a piece of meat or some something to get pleasure out of. And knowing that, I know what I, I really, what it really means now to have just a real authentic friendship with, with a woman that does has nothing, no no sexual intentions, no nothing like that. Uh, just like an honest friendship. And um, so I guess in, in the flip side, that's what pornography did to me, you know? It's it's helping me catch the reality of what it is to be in real in a real relationship with a woman that doesn't have to be sexual, just friends, you know. Um, but I mean, it, it's so crazy to talk about it because, like, talk about like, oh, like, how did it affect you? Like, it, it affected me in a lot of negative ways. Like, my self esteem went down because I look at these guys in these uh, you know videos, and I'm like, man, they look freaking perfect. And then I look at myself, I'm like, Diego, you don't look perfect you know so I, I would criticize critique myself and and uh you know a lot more insecurities came came with that so it, it just affected me in a lot of different ways you know um i already told told you about me you know me being irritated every time i tried to you know step back from it but it's it's honestly it affected my whole way of life yeah like, nah, man i can relate with you in so much in that <clears throat> because as most of you guys know i've only had one girlfriend Believe it or not, people, when every time I say, yeah, I've only had one girlfriend, they're like, how? And I'm like, oh, thank you. And just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but I've only had one girlfriend. You guys know who she is. Everybody at parish knows who she is. And obviously, like any other relationship, it started off good. Like, I met her at church. I met her at TOB, believe it or not. And it was obviously the first time, like, the first person, you know, that you, that you fall in love with is like, oh, this is amazing. You're like walking on sunshine. You're like on cloud nine, you know? But I think because of my. Um, my porn habit because of my porn addiction um i stopped seeing her as the person that she was or the gift that she was and i started seeing her as more of an object for my pleasure you know and i'm just thankful to god you know i know she's doing great things in spain that she was like nah nah fam like i'm not gonna do any of that one because the first every time i always try to do anything she's like i'm not gonna do this one because i love you and it was just like it was like oh like snap like, I'm getting teary-eyed right now, but it's like, dang, I'm over here wanting to do this with her. And she's like, no, not because I don't love you, but because I love you so much, I'm not going to risk your soul going anywhere that isn't heaven. 
and it just i was like dang it was it just blew my mind it was like this that's when i really like going back today was when i found out what genuine love really is it isn't about because people nowadays associate sex with love you know with intimacy and it's not that and once you hit me with a no i'm not gonna do this because i love you it's just like wow you know obviously i she knew about my porn habit and she, just like diego she did not look at me any different she's like i'm gonna pray for you i'm gonna do whatever i can to help you not fall into temptation and because of circumstances in life me and this individual aren't together anymore but there isn't a day that goes by that i don't thank her for like that you know because these habits could have become like they would have been realized through her and i'm just grateful that she respected herself first and foremost but she had the love in her that she loved me so much that she didn't want to risk losing my soul you know and i'm just like dang that's then obviously there's no wonder she's, she's doing she's looking into religious life but it's just that and the fact that i know she still prays for me she's from time to time she's like hey juan how are you doing with your problem how are you doing with this i'm, I'm praying for you but are you praying for yourself you know and it's just in that that affected me in my relationship because it started off great but then i wanted to sexualize it and it just they obviously didn't work out for that same reason but i'm grateful because i was able to experience genuine love compared to the counterfeit that pornography offers offered me and it's just and in general with like coming back to like friendships with the girls it's just i was not not that i'm afraid of talking to girls but it's just i don't want to talk to you because i'm afraid of seeing you as an object i'm afraid of talking to you and not seeing the gift that you are so for the longest if i was if i was really good good friends with the girl i would like step back and not text them because like no when you're over here thinking other things you're over here wanting to use them instead of to love them and i'd take a break for them from them then like hey i'm better now cool you know but little do they know this is why I was doing it. Not because I'm ghosting you, not because I don't want to talk to you. It's because in my head, I'm starting to see you as something else. And I don't want that because you don't deserve that. And I shouldn't be able, I shouldn't see you as an object. I want to see you as a friend. And in general, I think once I stopped, once I actually started struggling, because there's one thing to struggle and there's one thing to completely give up on this. I'm on the, and that's what people don't get. Like you can struggle with pornography, but that doesn't mean that you are constantly watching it. You know, because I struggle with it. Yes, I struggle with it every day. It's a struggle that I think I'm going to have for the rest of my life. But the difference here is in the struggle, there means there's a fight. There's a grind. You're hustling. You're doing whatever it takes to overcome this. Because the moment you give up, the moment you just give in, it's just you lose. And it's just, and I was just tired of it. I was like, there's no way I'm going through another, I'm getting with another, I'm getting into a relationship with another girl, having a pornography problem that's greater than my relationship, than my love for my future partner. Like, I'm not going to do that again. Most and foremost, you know what, God, you put, because in the end, it's just a desire for us to be loved. It's a desire for us to be wanted. It's a desire for us to be connected with another individual. But the fact is that pornography takes that and it twists it and makes something that was so beautiful, that was meant for something amazing, something sacred, and it makes it something invaluable, something that it's easy to get, that's attainable, that it's, it's trash. And it makes us feel ashamed when it's supposed to bring us happiness. You know, it's just when I started seeing that in this perspective, I was like, I need to stop this. Obviously, for myself, for my love for God, because in the future, I want to get a family, I want to get a wife, and I don't want, I want to see her for who she is. You know, and it's just they've affected me. Just obviously my self esteem, but now it's just kind of like getting into that mindset. Like, you know what, Juan? I don't know about you, Diego, but every time I fall, I'm like, crap, I did it again. Yeah. Why am I gonna try if I'm gonna fall again? 
you know, we Catholics, we believe in confession. Why am I going to confess if I'm going to do this again? It's just now it's just like you need to ch- changing my mentality to where I don't have to pay for my mistakes every time I remember them. I paid for them already. I paid for them already. I don't need to remind myself that I did them. You know, because it's just you get into this whole self-loathing, this whole self-pity, and it just goes to shit because you're feeling sorry for yourself and you just give up. There comes a point where you just become numb. I don't know if you've been there, but I've been there. It's like you just become numb and you don't care. You just like you just have at it. You just, oh, okay, whatever. This is who I am. And it's acceptable by society because you're a guy. Because you're a man. Oh, so you're not watching porn? Who are you? Like the scene in, I use all the time, the Wolf of Wall Street, where they're having the the lunch, and he's asking him how many times he does it in a day. He's like, once or twice. He's like, oh, those are rookie numbers. And they start doing the, uh. <laughs> it's funny, but it's just like, that's the reality. It's like, if you're not watching porn, if you're not doing this, then what are you, are you even a man? And it's just the fact that we're trying to go against the, the countercultural. We're like, no, we're trying to be men. We're not trying to be, quote unquote, what the world tells us men are. Men are dogs. Men are trash. I hear that all the time. Guys are trash. No, homegirl, you're just looking in the wrong place. You know, <laughs> the fact that we're trying to do something that isn't, it's really difficult because obviously women are beautiful. Those people on that screen are beautiful. You know, they're some of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. But the fact that, you know what, I'm going to step back. I love you enough. I love you and I love myself. I don't want to do this to you. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's obviously in my mind because I'm still like getting, I'm trying to like start the new mindset where like, you know what, this is bad, but trying to find the good in it. Why are you doing this? And why the heck am I still doing this? Why am I so drawn to it? And I come to realize because one, I was made for love. I was made to love. But on top of that, I was made for other people to love me, for acceptance, for people to want me. And that's what pornography gives me, but the counterfeit version. Kind of like when you can't afford those fresh Nikes, you go to the swap meet and you get whatever looks like it. It looks like it. They're a lot cheaper. They're a lot more accessible, but they're not the real thing. Where like you want the iPods, you want the fresh, you know, want the new iPod touch, whatever. You go to the swap meet, you get the MP4. It looks like it, but it's not it. That's we're settling for counterfeits. And that's what. I'm realizing now that I need to clear my mind because I've been brainwashed. It's all a brainwash. We're like, this is normal. This is the new norm, but it's not because if it was the new norm, we wouldn't be ashamed of it. At least I know I'm ashamed of it, but I've gotten to the point, like you have said, I don't care. Not because I'm shameless. No, I'm not shameless. I still have shame and I don't like it, but I'm at the point where, you know what? I'm going to put it out in the open so that people can know so that they can keep me accountable. Yeah, absolutely. So like, if you see me out there, Hey Juan, don't be afraid. Hey, how are you doing with your problem? I know exactly what you were talking about. Hey, bro, thank you for asking. I'm doing great. How are you? Because this is—I know I'm not the only guy out there who is struggling with this, and it's not even a guy problem anymore. It's also a girl problem. And girls, if you're listening to this, believe me, you're, there's nothing wrong with you. There's—it's—it's not—it's not just a guy problem. It's also a girl problem. I'm—we're putting it out there because we know we're not the only ones struggling with this. Yeah, and, and uh, funny that you mentioned that. Um, I actually gave a, a talk on pornography about like a month, a month and a half ago at Theology of the Body. And um, that was one of the main points I wanted to hit that, you know, the statistics of uh, the women that watch pornography, it's, it's, I mean, it's not as high as men, but they are out there. And one thing that I realized is that women like feel weird, like, because it's like, oh, one out of four women watch porn, right? So then, 
if one admits it, then like, oh, I'm the weird one since there's a low percentage, since we're not supposed to be watching this, you know? And and it sucks because they have no one to go to, like, to open this up. Like, me and Juan, like, we've talked about this openly, uh, like, how we struggle with it um, and, like, what it is that we're trying to do uh, to overcome it, to pray for each other. But if a woman's going through it, it's like she's going to be looked down on. Uh, within her peers of, of women, you know, uh, at least that's, those are the struggles that I've heard that women have uh, have had like, oh, I'm weird. I'm not even supposed to be watching this. This is a guy problem, you know. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Juan, thank you for pointing that out that, yeah, if, if you're a girl and you struggle with this, you're you're not alone and you're not weird. You're not you're not there's not there's nothing wrong with you. I mean, other than the fact that we're addicted to this, there's something wrong with all of us. But or like if you have a problem, struggle with this. Yeah, but don't. Don't think that you're alone out there or that you're you're weird. But yeah, another thing that you were mentioning, Juan, saying that um, about hold, holding each other accountable. And I, it was funny, like in one of our Bible studies, I, I, I don't know why, but I just opened up completely. It talked about like, uh, you know, if you see the beam or something. No, oh, that was, yeah. Splinter in your brother's eye, but you don't see the beam in your own. Yeah, so like I'm like, you know what, guys? I, I like I I I critique my friends a lot and, and a lot of things that they do, but I'm like, you know what? I'm struggling with this. Please pray for me. You guys are my circle of friends. You guys know me the best, and you know now you guys know like, hey, maybe let's not watch this movie. Like, let's not go to the theater and watch this movie where like they said it's partial nudity. And I'm not saying that oh partial nudity. I'm gonna you know do something there, but no, it'll trigger something in my brain. It's just like Juan said, we're brainwashed, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, find people that also struggle with this. Like me and Juan, honestly, we're here and we've like in the church talked to, uh, you know, some of the young guys that are going through this, that don't know, you know, what to do or have that same struggle. Like, should I go to confession? You know, well, you know, us being Catholic and, you know, me trying to get them out of that mindset because, you know, I'm stuck, I get stuck in that mindset as well. Like, well, I'm going to, if I'm going to do this again, might as well not go to confession, but it's just like, you know what? While I do feel ashamed and I am sorry for this, I'm going to do that right now, you know? Um, and if I do fall again, like, I, honestly, I can't see into the future, so I, I can't say that I'm going to fall. But if I'm saying I'm going to fall into this again, I'm already setting up my future. Like, I, so I'm setting myself up for failure since I'm already talking about how I'm going to fail in the future, you know? So if I go with the mindset of, like, you know what? I messed up this time. Let me, you know, clear clear the air, you know, go go to confession you know, um, so I can be forgiven. And then just, you know, just take it day by day. Like today, I'm not going to do that. When I wake up in the morning, like I'm going to try my best not to do this. Say prayers about that. That prayer that I say, like acknowledging like, yeah, I like porn, but God help me love you more. You know, help me choose you over this. And uh, and it all goes back to the same thing. We're looking for that intimacy, that that love from something well we're getting it from there but we we that's what we're looking for and having a community around you or like friends that you can talk to this about not just a struggle like other things like you know about life stuff just to show that you know you're cared and that, that you're cared for and that you're loved it's gonna do it's it's gonna help with your struggle what do you guys have that are like maybe some tips of um people that are going through similar circumstances that want to start um, overcoming their situations and um, what are some things that they can do or maybe some tips that, that you guys did that are helping you guys to overcome your um, your addictions or your struggles? I actually went to a therapist for some time. I, I, I went for about a year 
and you know we're talking about it and we talked about like find your triggers see, see what it is that triggers you and try to stay away from that um try to always remain busy um honestly um i think that's the best one because staying so busy to the point where as soon as you walk you know you get home and you see your bed and you just fall asleep that's that's what i want to do every day um people will see me everywhere like in in a day like i'll be <laughs> you know, with the friends over here, then the youth group over there, and then with friends over here, and then I'll just come home and go to, straight to sleep, because keeping myself constantly busy doesn't give me time to think about stuff like that, and and not just busy, busy on positive things, you know, I, at one point, I, I was, you know, I had a full-time job, I was trying to start up a business, I started up a business, I was working on the youth seminar, and, you know, and then doing all this church stuff that I do, like, I, my schedule was so busy that I had no time for it. I wouldn't even think about it. Like, the days, like, the next morning, I'm like, I didn't even think about porn yesterday. Like, those were, like, such blessing days. So, definitely um, find positive things, find positive outlets that are going to distract you. No, I think for me, the main struggle was <clears throat> obviously staying busy, but once at night comes, the social media, whether it's Snapchat or Instagram, the Instagram Explorer feed is ridiculous. It's dangerous, especially if you know that you're weak. Um, just for me, it took it took like a whole month. Like it was crazy. It was during Lent. I was like, I'm giving up the social media, not Snapchat, because Snapchat was didn't trigger me. It hadn't did nothing for me, but Instagram especially, because they they track whatever you like, whatever you keep looking, and they just send stuff like that your way. You'd be surprised how much bad stuff gets put on Instagram that they don't censor. For me, if that's one of your triggers, you know, get off the social media. You know, that stay get off the social media. You're not gonna die, but on the contrary, you're gonna you're gonna find your life worth living because it's just it. At social media, that's it's gonna be used for good, but more often than not, it's also used for bad. So at least in my case, I would recommend getting rid of the social media. It if it is if it is one of your triggers, also with what you watch, man. Because I remember I was starting to watch Sons of Anarchy again, but the first few seasons it's just a lot of nudity, and I was like, nope, I can't. And I was like, Game of Thrones, I was never really a fan of it. But I was like, Emilia Clark. I was like, nope. <laughs> There's no way I'm doing that. You know, so for me, that would be get off the of social media. If you don't work out, work out. Because if yeah. you're tired, there's no way you're going to want to stay awake any longer to do your business, you know. So just work out. You know, get a gym membership. Get a partner. Do something, you know. Something where your body is too tired to just get home and you shower and you go to bed. That's the key. You need to be tired. Stay awake. Keep your doors open. Don't take your phone in the restroom. Whatever you have to do, whatever it takes, because it's it's the reality. It's like if you don't, if you want results, you're gonna get it done with whatever it takes. And if you don't, well, then that's on you. You know, this is what we're telling you guys what has worked for us and what is continuing to work for us on our struggle with pornography. I think from now, not just not wrap it up, but like, what advice do do you guys have for people struggling with this same addiction or a bad habit, or just in general with bad habits? I'll go first. I'll, I'm just going to say real quick that I think if you are struggling with some uh, something like this, open up to someone that you trust. And if you don't have any friends that are going to take you seriously or that, that you can trust like that, well, then I would suggest, you know, either talking to a therapist or talking to a priest or something like that. But you need to tell somebody because somebody out there needs to be able to hold you accountable and not judge you, um, but to hold you accountable for those kinds of things. And um, and. I think for us and in, in our in our group of friends, I mean, we're we're so close now that we're really open about things, um, but we're open to each other because we know that we want the best for each other. And we really do care, and um, 
we're going to pick each other up and you know there's going to be speed bumps along the road um but I, I would just say make sure that you find someone don't keep it to yourself don't keep it i mean don't go blasting it on social media all over the place you know be like look what i do and then, no <laughs> like don't do that but um but let someone know like because talking about it can be the first um you know the first step in, in realizing that you do have a problem and yeah. um and that there is something that you do need to fix and stuff like that so i would just say like let people know especially people that care about you um because they're always gonna want the best and they're gonna hold you accountable yeah one thing um that my therapist would say is, is he says do you see yourself in the future not having this addiction and i and like honest my first honest uh answer was like nope you know and he's like you need to start visioning yourself that you're not going to have this addiction you know the name of this program is called journey to the top or right yeah <laughs> journey to the top so you know you have to see yourself where you want to be same with this addiction you have to see yourself where you want to be with your struggle with pornography so if i want to see myself out of this obviously there's going to be a lot of work and 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 a lot of action that needs to come from my part or a lot of uh, proactiveness to I put myself in situations where I avoid that, and that's actually another hint, uh, like you know, word of advice. Uh, like uh, somebody said, leave the door open, don't go to the restroom with your phone or anything like that. Yeah, and now these phones are water resistant, so don't go take a shower with your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely start start visualizing yourself as a like where you want to be, and then you know do whatever it takes to work there, and then also don't. The thing that I do the most, and Juan mentioned it, and I, I know a lot of us do, is we beat ourselves up, like when we fail. It's honestly, we we gotta just take it for what it is. That was a loss. Fine, let's let's stop it right there. That doesn't give us like three, four, five days of free. You know, I'll I'll quit on Sunday. You know, and um, stop. You know, cut it as its source. If you fall that once, fine, take it for for that loss, and then continue to try to um, to defeat it. I think for me, more than anything, yes, I have really great advice is just keep fighting. If you're struggling, keep that struggle. The struggle is very real. I'm telling you from personal experience, it is very real. But it is a it is it is a possibility to be free from porn or any other bad habit or addiction that you might have that you might be going through. It is a possibility. Um, just keep fighting. Do whatever it takes, whatever it takes, as long as it is in a good way, you know, and just reach out to people reach out to us if you're if you're one of if you're in the valley if we know you if you know of us and you're around hey i heard your podcast i heard this episode i think i have i struggle with this reach out to us do not be afraid to reach out and just like we're doing it throw it in the open for those who you trust and you you care about because that way once it's out it's the accountability grows and it's just and that way people know what you're going through because I think once you have this or any addiction or bad habit, it affects your mood, whether you're in a good mood or in a bad mood. That way it gives them perspective onto what it is that you are going through. Swallow your pride. Ask for help. That's key because I was very prideful. I don't want people to know that I am struggling with this because I'm strong. I'm Juan and I can do it on my own. And it's, you, you have to realize that you can't do this on your own. It's one of the things where you, you can't. This isn't the gym. This isn't. You're not this isn't the gym this isn't sports you can't even and anything you can't do anything on your own especially with this there is no way you know just be honest with yourself you know accept it learn how to learn how to change and just do it and for anyone out there that just doesn't have anyone um in no way we're not 
therapists, we're not counselors, we're not anyone, but uh, if you just need someone to talk to and, and you feel like you have nowhere to go, um, you guys know where to find us on social media, hit us up on our DMs, um, and we're always there to, to you know, be an open ear um, for anyone that needs it, and, um, and like I said, we don't, obviously, don't take any of our advice, like, like take it with a grain of salt, you know, this is what worked for us, and, and um, what we found to be most effective, but... Um, just wanted to put that out there for legal reasons. We're not counselors. We're not therapists. We're not professionals. Um, but we are here uh, to help out and and to kind of build this community up to help everyone to have a journey that they can overcome and they feel like they can actually get through um, and conquer and get to the top wherever your goal is to be able to reach it. And if this is something that's hindering that, well, you know, let's work together to to get over because everyone deserves to to get over you know, their hardships in order to reach their goals. So absolutely. So, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you took something away from this, uh, from this episode. Um, Make sure if you could please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, that way we can uh, move up in the rankings so more people can hear this. Um, But we just really are appreciative of of everyone out there listening to giving us so much good feedback. Um, We're going to keep going and keep, uh, keep bringing the value to you guys. So thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.